Everybody, Coach Rondell, you're back again. Today's date is January 23rd, 2022. Uh, I want to do a little story time here. Uh, this just goes to show, I think, the importance of, of having a vision. Uh, again, pulling this out of John Gordon's The Power of Positive Leadership. Okay, uh, John Gordon, the author of The Energy Bus, par, uh, co-author of The Coffee Bean, and so many other books that I just really, really love uh, doing. And... Um, this is just a fabulous story. So I, I wrote, got it inked all over the place, um, circled, starred, lines all the way down the pages, all the way through the end of the story. And I uh, just wanted to share it with you because I think it's pretty powerful. It's entitled My Vision. This is on page 40 of The Power of Positive Leadership. My Vision. I love learning and talking about the power of vision because it's a vision that has driven me to overcome all the obstacles I've faced to do the work I do now. In 2005, I was on a plane headed to a speaking engagement in Portland, Oregon. I was energized about speaking and thinking about how much the three restaurant franchises I owned were draining me. While reading a magazine, I came across an article that was titled, How to Know When to Sell Your Business, and I thought that maybe it was time to sell the restaurants. On my way home, I read a completely different magazine and came across an article titled, How to Value Your Business When Selling. I didn't think it was a coincidence, so when I walked in the door of my house, I told my wife it was time to sell the restaurants. The signs were clear. I was going to do what I loved and focus 100% of my time and energy on writing and speaking. My wife wasn't as excited and optimistic. She asked what would happen if it didn't work out. I was only doing a few speaking engagements a month, didn't have a best-selling book, and we certainly weren't going to get rich from selling the restaurants. We could survive a year or two, but if writing and speaking didn't work out, then what? I told her there was no other options. Somehow, some way, I was going to work it out. And it was then that my vision was born. I was going to inspire and empower as many people as possible, one person at a time. Six months after selling the restaurants, I was walking and praying because the writing and speaking weren't going well, and I was filled with fear and doubt. That's when the idea of the energy bus came to me. When I returned home, I ran upstairs to my home office and started writing. Three and a half weeks later, I had a manuscript that I sent out, which led to over 30 rejection letters from publishers. The agent I had found told me I should consider giving up on finding a publisher and just self-publish. In those days, self-publishing wasn't mainstream like it is now, so the route felt like a letdown. I thought about giving up, but I couldn't. I had a vision, and I kept thinking about it. A few weeks later, while sitting in a Barnes & Noble and dreaming about my own book being on the shelf, I saw several books published by John Wiley and sons, and realized we hadn't sent my manuscript to them yet. I asked the agent to send it to them, which she did, and it landed on the desk of Shannon Vargo. Shannon had only been on the job for a few months, but she read the manuscript and decided she wanted to publish it. It turns out she had a best friend with a husband named George, the name of the main character, and she also liked the story. I remember getting the call that they were going to publish it. It was truly one of the best moments of my life. The publisher said they wouldn't give me a lot of money for an advance, but they could publish it in six months. 
I was more than excited because I didn't care about the money. I just wanted the book out there so I could live and share my vision. When the book came out, it surprisingly, it was surprisingly a huge hit in South Korea. It was a top 10 bestseller there, but not one bookstore in the U.S. would carry it. My vision was being tested. I decided to go on a 28-city tour to share the message about the book and hopefully inspire and empower as many people as possible, one person at a time. I mapped out a plan for the tour, drove cross-country, and gradually made my way back to Florida, one city at a time. My friend, Daniel Decker, who is still my business partner, called up local radio and television stations a few days before I arrived in each city and tried to book me on their shows. We planned a book signing or a talk at a local library or coffee shop in each city. We honestly didn't have an efficient and effective plan, but we did have a lot of hustle and grit. We said I was internationally known, which was true since I was a bestseller in South Korea. Unfortunately, I was able to get on a bunch of local television and radio shows, but only a few people showed up for my events. We had five people in one city, 10 people in another city. We had a big crowd of 20 to 30 people in a few cities, and the biggest turnout was about 100 people in Des Moines, Iowa. I believed they showed up because they thought Jeff Gordon, the NASCAR driver, was coming. The tour wasn't easy. I had two young children at home with my wife, and I missed them a lot. I drove thousands of miles through the deserts and cornfields and mountains and got sick along the way in Kansas and Nebraska. Thankfully, Jim Van Allen, my college intern at the time, who is now a great trainer, speaker, and workshop leader for my company, was able to drive the energy bus and me to a few cities while I slept and recovered. I gave everything I had on that tour and focused on inspiring and empowering anyone who came to see me. The interesting thing was that I met a school principal in one city, and that led to a speaking engagement at a school. I met a businessman, uh, and that led to a speaking engagement at a company. I met a coach, and that led me to speak to my first pro sports team. I didn't have a great plan, but my vision kept me going, and it led to many of the great relationships I have to this day. Ten years later, my vision still keeps me going. It's the reason why I wrote this book, created Positive University, and started the Energy Bus for Schools program, where our mission is to transform the negativity prevalent in education, to create positive school cultures, and develop positive leaders, both adults and students. I've experienced the power of a vision in my own life, and I know what is possible when you see it and act on it. I don't tell you my story so you'll be impressed with me. I tell it so you'll look inside yourself and look out into the world and know that you possess the greatest power in the universe, the power to see a positive future and create it. So if you've hung in with me for that for this long, and, you, and I've butchered this reading probably a little bit, and, uh, and you're still with me, um, again, it's not to say that we have to do what he did, Right? But I do find hope um, and courage and some power and some inspiration from his story that this is what he did, right? What can we do? What can I do? It's definitely not even driving across country, right? For sure. For me right now, right? Um, But the power to see a positive future and create it. 
that's different for all of us. Okay? That's different for all of us. But we do have to find it. You do have to tap into it. And again, he said, I didn't have a great plan, but my vision kept me going, and it led to many of the great relationships I have to this day. You know, when, you, when you're fired up about something, and you're going after something, you're creating something, you're building something, you meet people along the way. Okay? And that's part of the great uh, journey, great part of the journey of, of finding people. Right? Um, I just find it very inspiring to read a story like that, okay, about um, overcoming, about not letting stuff stop you, about not quitting. And again, this is pretty extreme what he did, right? Driving all across country, calling ahead, investing in, uh, trying to get on TV shows and radio shows, right? Meeting people one person at a time. What could we do? May not be this extreme, but what could we do? Just think about it, okay? So again, um, when I read stuff like this, get inspired, I start making better decisions, better choices. And like I said, um, this is one of the things that I know I need to do more of. Okay? And maybe you do too. You have to answer that one. Okay? You have to answer that one. But again, hey, reach out. Would love to talk about this, chat about this, help you out. Um, there's so many good things out there going on despite the negativity and you know, what the media says, how horrible things are, and uh, people's opinions, and the critics out there, you know, there's there's a lot of good stuff still going on. We just got to keep finding it and keep tapping into it, keep working on it, right? All right, you guys. Hey, thanks for the long uh, sit down with me. Hopefully you're doing well. And uh, like I said, keep taking care of yourselves. Keep sharing this message. We'll talk again soon. Hey, everybody. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. I appreciate you sharing this podcast with others. Leaving a rating wherever you listen to it, that helps other people find it. And I appreciate your time always taking time to listen to my podcast wherever you may be. So once again, find me over on Facebook at coach to expect success over on Twitter at coach to success coach John Daly on Instagram and coach to expect success.com. There's the website. Check out the homepage. The book list is there. Reach out to me there on the homepage. You can send me a message. Check out the blog as well. And again, thank you so much for spending your time with me today. All right, take care of yourselves and each other. We'll talk again soon. See you.